Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Not on Twilight Tonic. I have a special guest. As always, all my guests are special. But this is a local gal, and I'm really proud of this because I live in Fort Wayne. She lives in Fort Wayne, and she and her partners, which we'll talk about in a moment, are doing this wonderful convention in 2023 in September. And we're going to talk about that. But first, I want Kathy Han to talk about. Why are you in the paranormal, Kathy? That, you know, I get asked that question a lot. <laughs> and so I always say I grew up with it. Um, I, I don't like using the word haunted, but I mean, my mom's house, the house I grew up in, mm-hmm. um, had paranormal activity. And at a young age, it was frightening. It was scary. Sure. I didn't understand what was going on. I heard noises in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, things would move, doors would open, and it was just scary. Um, and then finally, when I got into middle school, I saved my allowance and I got a tape recorder and this will date me, but actually tape. <laughs> <It's Right. okay. laughs> I missed the days of the tapes. There was something cool about those tapes. Yeah. Um, some quality to it. Um, but I, one day I was home alone and my grandmother was going to pick me up to take me to a basketball game there in town, which is how I met my husband. We're both from Alec and he was the basketball star. And I was the kid in middle school looking up to him and Mm -hmm. he didn't know who I was at the time. But, um, so I just laid this recorder in the hallway and left. I went to the basketball game. And when I came back, I stopped it and I listened to it and there were voices on it. And then people started listening to me because they could not deny what they heard. And nobody was in our house. I don't have siblings. Dad was bowling. Mom was working. Nobody was there. And so that got it kind of got everybody's attention. And that turned me a little bit from scared to intrigued and interested. And why I'm asking questions. I've got to know. Now I have to dig and figure this out. Why? Who is this person? Why are they here? What's going on? What happens after we die? The big question, right. why is he not in heaven? Is there a heaven? What is heaven? And so it really, you know what I mean? It yes. Up all these questions for I me. still ask those. Yeah. So we, me too. That's what I tell people. What do you believe? And I said, I'm always adapting what I believe based on new information I receive. 
So I am very open-minded, but that's how it started. Um, my mom still lives in that house and still, and occasionally things still happen there, but it happened more when I was a teenager and when I was kind of an adolescent, Mm -hmm. um, it was slower prior to that and it slowed down after that. So I think there's something to that um, whole energy feeding paranormal activity thing, but that's how I got into it. And then, you know, years and years and years passed and years (laughs) and I had no, we watched the ship. Well, ghost hunters, the only show there was, and and that's the one we kept watching. Um, (laughs) Shameless plug for those guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They've been around for a very long time. Yes, And they have earned the spot in my view, in my point of view. Um, so I didn't realize you could actually go to these places and Uh investigate them yourself. And so actually there was a Trans-Allegheny commercial on TV of all places to come at Halloween time and investigate. And I was like, I just lost my mind. I was like, shut up, like mind blown. And so I called my mom and she's like, oh yeah. So that was our very first one. We like public one that we did outside of just our home. And and it was awesome. And we had experiences the very first time. I had some good quality EVPs the first time. And I just got, I was, I was addicted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I started just sure. kind of going anywhere and everywhere that I could. Um, and then I had my little boy, he's six now. And so it slowed down a bit, um, being a mom to a little one, but um, I never stopped. And I, you know, that's really what got me into it. I think it's really interesting. I think Fort Wayne's kind of interesting energy wise. I don't know how you mm-hmm. feel with all of the limestone, the rivers, yeah. the railroad tracks. It is like a hotbed of activity sometimes here. It is. And, you know, people ask me, well, do you think that place is haunted? And I said, well, I think every place has spirits. Sure, <laughs> I think every yeah. place has souls. I think every <laughs> place is quote unquote haunted. Um, but I do, I do believe that some of those things can definitely lend to more activity or residual Mm -hmm. energy. You know, there's just so much history kind of, I don't want to say trapped, but imprinted, um, as it is anywhere, but especially here, there's, there's a rich past here. Um, and you can feel it, especially when you're downtown, you can really feel it. Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. So now that you have done this for years, what abilities have you developed over time? Gosh, um, I would say some of the main things that I've seen, I'll just say adapt with the way I, I perceive things or the way that I um, view it. You know, back in the day, I would just get really excited because I have an EVP, you know, oh, mm-hmm, the thrill yeah. or, ah, you know, that was scary or where did that come from? Ah. And, you know, it was just kind of that thrill. But the longer I've done it, it's not a thrill so much. I mean, it is thrilling. I love it. But it's more I'm solving a mystery. I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting another piece of the puzzle together and I need more pieces of that puzzle. And so now I just take it a little bit more seriously, I think um, is the right way to put it. And that, you know, I, I don't necessarily have all the, uh, all the equipment and all the buzzing and blinking and, and some people do, and that's awesome. And, and I think that there's value in that, but I like to feel the situation. So I feel like I get the most out of sitting alone in a dark place, um, quietly, with no lights on. And I just sit there and kind of acclimate to the area for a mm-hmm. while, maybe 15, 20 minutes. 
and then maybe start an EVP session. And maybe I have my, my K2, but I enjoy and where I feel I am most effective is in that, in that space, doing it that way. Um, some people do it that way. Some people um, have really good luck with, with other gizmos and gadgets and have other, other ways of doing it. And that's awesome. For me, for whatever reason, that's really what has worked for me, I guess. Right. So that's maybe what I've adapted. I've, I've learned to feel my environment a little bit more and understand, okay, do I sit here for two hours or do I go somewhere else because I'm not feeling the environment? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Do you, um, I always love to ask this question that pe- when people go and do these EVPs and stuff, how do you feel if somebody asks you for help? Have you ever had that happen? I I kind of wish it would happen more. Um, it happened um, back when I lived in Indianapolis. A couple people said, you know, I'd really like you to come and check out my house. And I and I said, you know, that'd be awesome. I'd, I'd love to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we can we can talk about what you're experiencing and see if we can recreate it because maybe it's not a ghost at all. That's my first go-to. Let's try to debunk it before we go saying you have ghosts in your house. Right. Um, but then it would always come to, you know, people got busy and they never really got around to, oh, you know, we'll do it in a couple months or we'll do it after Christmas. Oh, and then it just never happened. So I've had people come to me for help, but more so I have people coming to me with stories. I don't meet very many people who are afraid or feel like they're in a scary or bad situation, mm-hmm. but people that say, Hey, guess what's going on in my house or guess what happened in the house <laughs> when I was growing up. And I really love hearing people's stories. Um, so I've, I've encountered more of that. Um, but I, you know, if people come to me for help, I mean, really the only help I can give is to try to disprove and then investigate and see if we find anything that right. day and then try to try to work through that. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy to, to come in and help anybody. That's awesome. Now, <clears throat> with the upcoming event that you are planning in the Fort Wayne area, you also mm-hmm. have partners, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So um, it, it's kind of funny. So Tim Straley is a local business owner, and mm-hmm. I met him at my previous day job. Um, I was selling marketing services, and he became my client. And when I left and went to Paylocity, um, he followed me and he became my client there. <laughs> and then we got talking about um, Fort Wayne and he has done events here for years, not mm-hmm. paranormal related, but um, he's he's an event planner. He knows all the DJs and the caterers. And so he's been sure. a great resource. And we said, you know, why don't we do this? Because I was telling him about what I do and what I'm interested in. And, mm-hmm. he, and he's got the it, it, he's got the logistics. I mean, I've got the time, like, tell me, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. So um, we started out with the two of us and then he brought in um, someone that he knew named Tiffany Minnick. And she has been amazing. She is also a paranormal investigator and she and her husband do it a little bit more than, than I do these days. But um, she's really good with, with vendors and sponsors and also work, helping me work with the talent and the speakers and getting sure. everything um, figured out. Because at the end of the day, we want we know what kind of experience we'd like to have or what, we, what we've liked at other conventions we've gone to. And at the end of the day, that's what we want to give people. You know, we, we know what worked and we knew what was good and we knew what was just okay or not so great. And so I think mm-hmm. that's really what lends us to bringing um, a unique perspective to this one. That's awesome. Now, Tiffany and her husband, are they also from Fort Wayne? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I know. This and town is, is full small. of you guys. <laughs> All of us are in Fort Wayne. Yeah. And that's what's great about it. We want we want this town to have something awesome and we want to bring, you know, local vendors and local sponsors right. and and in local mediums and local investigators. We want to bring them to this because we want it to be a local Fort Wayne event, but at the same time, we want to see people come to Fort Wayne to experience it as well. Mm. So we're so excited to to create something uh, unique here in the city. Well, the cool thing about having it here, we're, be, we're in between like two big cities, Indianapolis and Chicago. Yeah. Yes. We can draw from both of those places. Yeah. And, and Cleveland we, is what, two hours? Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half, something, three. Yeah. Two and a half or three. Um, but no, I mean, that's one of the things that when Tim and I were talking about this initially is we wanted to start on the smallish side. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of work our way up because he was starting to think, oh, what if we had one in Indianapolis? What if we also had one in French Lip? What if we all, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> whoa, those are some great ideas. And, and yeah, we're going to talk about that, but okay, let's focus on what we need to do here. So right. if we can draw people from those big cities to this and we can grow this into something um, that's really successful and repeatable, then yeah, I mean, definitely. But I said, let's just focus on this first one we have. <laughs> mm-hmm. and not get out of the ballpark and then go from there. Right. So who are some of the guests that are going to be there? Sure. So um, anybody can visit our uh, website. It's fwparacon.com and our entire list of current speakers are on there um, and more to be added at a later date. Mm-hmm. But um, just to name a few, we have Dustin Perry. Um, we have Brian Cano, Chris Williams. Rochelle Stratton and Brian Murray, um, Shane Pittman, um, several others, uh, and several others. So I could go through the whole list, but um, those are some of the the main ones that we have right now, and we're always adding. That's amazing. That's going to be so much fun, and I love the building it's it going is. to be in. Yes, and so we did that. Um, it was not by accident <laughs> that we chose that building because we look at we looked at. Um, Michigan Paracon, which I don't know if you've been, but it's mm-hmm. it's an amazing convention, and it's in a casino, so it's not in right. a convention center. It's like everywhere. It's in the halls. It's in these rooms upstairs and down below, and it's just a whole experience. And it's more intimate, I guess, and it doesn't feel quite so commercial. Mm-hmm. And so we were thinking we could have we you know we may grow into needing a bigger convention center, but for this first one, we wanted it to be intimate. And what better place than the Freemasons Hall, the Masonic Temple? Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about the history, and that's one of the reasons that we like it so much for our event because the Masons played such an integral role with cre- the creation of Fort Wayne, the city of Fort yeah. Wayne. That history is there, and and I mean they're about to celebrate. Um, I believe they said their um, uh, bicentennial. I believe that's correct. Um, and then they're going to have the Bible that George Washington <laughs> swore in on <laughs> really? there for that. And I, that's just so neat to me, like history that it, you just got to feel it. If you're into spirits and paranormal and history, it all ties together. So we thought, you know, what better place than the Freemasons Hall, which is purportedly haunted as well. Oh, of course. <laughs> no <unquote>. surprise. <laughs> but I mean, it, you know, I did, um, I did have the opportunity with Tiffany to um, go there with one uh, Terry Richardson, who's a reporter from the Journal Gazette. And we just did a mini little investigation to kind of show her 
what what investigators do, what we look for, what we're hoping to accomplish with our convention. Mm-hmm. And there were some interesting things that happened. So I definitely think that um, the Freemasons Hall is a good place to check out for investigating as well. Yeah. yeah. Somebody had told me that there are actual tunnels in Fort Wayne from the Masons. Yes. yes. So that fascinates me. I wonder, are, are they still around? I believe they are. Um, those tunnels run to a lot of different places. Um, oh, and I, I want to say there's those. tunnels. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Let me and know was, if you was, ever get a chance. I'm coming with you, girl. <laughs> Thank you. I want you so bad. So anybody out there listening, I want to investigate your tunnels. Um, and Please. also the tunnels under the embassy. I, I, I would just love to go there. I was like, can I please come? Can I come investigate? Please? <laughs> I, I love those kind of places. I don't know why. <laughs> like It's just, it's interesting. It's like, what happened in these tunnels? That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Why are these tunnels here? What was their purpose? And what really happened down here? And what am I feeling down here? And, and yeah, why did you need them? You know? Yeah. What are you exactly? This is creepy. Why do we have tunnels underground? Was it like Disney World? I know. Was it like to hide people? Was it because of the Underground Railroad in the 1800s or what? Now, yes. So when I lived in Indianapolis, we investigated the Hannah House, Uh which is in uh, South Side, I want to say. And that's exactly what that that place was. It was a place where they had underground tunnels for the Underground Railroad. And um, there's some pretty interesting history there too, and, and you can feel it. Yeah. So it's 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 very common. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's what that was for here as well. But I don't know that. Yeah, so, I got to introduce fact. you to Jason Schnauter sometimes because he has an event every year at the Hannah House. Oh, he does. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah you guys introduce me. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy, and he's so hardworking. Like you would like oh. just enjoy. He's a character. I adore Jason. <laughs> Oh, I've had him on the show a couple times. I I'm, I should have him back on on the spring because he's just he's a joy. Like yeah, he's hyper and funny and knows everybody. <laughs> and that's awesome. It's like surprise, surprise. He knows that person. <laughs> I know. Well, it's so funny because sometimes I'll like see him at events and he'll just be standing there real fast. Come over, give me a hug, and then bleep. Like, Go on. <laughs> I I know. I just saw him. <laughs> It's a flash. I just hugged him and he's gone. Where'd you go? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think what is cool about all of this, like the tunnels and the old cemeteries around here, Mm -hmm. I mean, really, there's a huge platform. I mean, you can investigate so many places here alone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's there's a lot of rich history, old buildings, mansions. Yeah. um, The fort. You name it. I mean, there's, there's just, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, I was just in Cincinnati not that long ago. And that's another really cool town. Okay. I've been there, but I haven't really spent much time. Gosh, Especially downtown. So many interesting little crevices and places that you would love it. I need to, yeah, I need to tour with you apparently because anybody else they would be showing me all the normal stuff okay, I you'll be like, I hey see- check this out i want to see the fun stuff <laughs> there's a lot of fun stuff and on assuming things like i grew up in dayton there's a lot of places there as well um salem you you need to go to salem massachusetts oh for sure and gettysburg i would love to yes, go to gettysburg that's another one that was great. the myrtle i'd love yeah. to go to the myrtles 
Okay, this isn't Kathy's bucket list, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, and the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I want to go to the British Isles, so oh. <laughs> that's that is a necessary thing for me. I, I have to go. Yes. Yes, yes. Take me with you. Okay, I'll let you know. <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> there is a really cool lady that you would probably love her book, Vanessa Hogel. And she wrote a book, um, They Would Have Burned Me. And she was on my show not that long ago. You'd love her. She's amazing. And she goes to Ireland every year. And I think she has a tour now. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, like, listen to that interview. You will love her. And her book is amazing. She's a medium as well. And she speaks to them. And the way she approaches it is, I just love her for what she does. Treats them with respect, like an immense amount of respect. And they're people. I mean, treat them the way, would you you go into someone's house and, you know, just start, you know, berating them and putting them down or calling them a thing? No. Treat them with the respect that you, it, it's, a, it's a person, just treat them with, yeah. that you can't see. So treat them with the respect that you would expect for yourself well, instead of something you can't see. So, oh, well, I can just talk the way I want to. Yeah. And for all you know, they might be throwing things around because they're as frightened because yeah. you are of them. What if you're absolutely bringing you're somebody's them, mom or, or somebody's grandma, you know, and she, what yeah. happened? I, why are you in my house? Exactly. Of course, she's got. I get that. things. <laughs> yeah. I would too. You know what? I would too. It's like what? I don't have a good throwing arm though, so I probably miss <laughs> kicking stuff over. Yeah, <laughs> falling on the way down. Yeah. I love chocolate. I'd make sure that all the chocolate was gone in the cabinet. <laughs> there you go. I'd be like, yeah, you're in I'm my mind. Kathy's here. <laughs> hey, Kathy, I'm making coffee and chocolate. Come on over, girl. Yay! Nice. <laughs> So you have all these dream places you want to go to, Kathy. Yeah, I do. What is your number number one though that you would love to investigate? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know that I have have a number number one. I've been to some pretty incredible places. Um, Trans Allegheny, Waverly. Um, gosh, I, I feel like I've traveled all over the place, but hmm. St. Augustine Lighthouse, I think, is the one place that I would really, really want to go. And just with me and maybe one other person and just right. check it out. That's my thing. I like being just one person because it's like it's too <laughs> noisy. Those lights are too bright. I need to concentrate. <laughs> all those steps. <laughs> I know. Oh, you know, that's all right. As long as I can see, what, maybe I'll have light up shoes or something. If you are walking. And that's true. That as long as I, I can't see down, them. I'm fine. But I am so afraid of heights, believe it or not. Oh, I want I'll tell you, and I was talking to my mom about this today, and you're making me think those stairs are the same. But when I was I graduated high school and mm-hmm. went with our French club to Europe. And so we went to England and we went to France and we were at Paris. And my teacher said, Let's take the elevator up, obviously, because we don't want to walk. Right. And then we'll walk down because that's not hard. Okay. I didn't realize that I had like a phobia of being able to see through the stairs until I had a panic attack and froze on the Eiffel Tower. 
I was, it was the first and only time that's ever happened to me. And I, I could not move. My mm-hmm. legs were yep. like frozen in my arms and I was just bawling. And it was like, they had to carry me down to the next flight <laughs> to get on the elevator. <laughs> it was so embarrassing, but you're making me think that those stairs might be mesh like that. So I'm, I'm, I might need, I don't know. Someone's going to have to hold my hand. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm the same <laughs> way. <me> down. <laughs> I am so the same way. Oh, we shouldn't go together. Then. No, <laughs> that's one place we won't go together. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I remember one time I went, my mom is from New York state and we went to Whiteface mountain and there was this walk thing that you can go on. I was so afraid. I sat on my butt and I had to scoot on my high oh, gosh. Yep. all the way back <laughs> to the beginning. I get that. I get that. No, I know exactly where you're coming from. I would have scooted on my butt if I could have, I couldn't move. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. People don't understand. And no. When I was dancing professionally, if somebody would lift me up, I mm-hmm. drive my dance partner crazy because you have to really hold your body a certain way to be picked oh. up. Yeah. And I was so afraid of being picked up because he was a tall guy. <laughs> I would like <laughs> collapse. <laughs> and he'd almost draw me because you can't do that. Don't do that. I'm going to hurt you. And I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Put a blindfold on me. Put a blindfold. <laughs> he goes, just look straight ahead. I'm like, yeah, right, but when I look straight ahead, when I look straight ahead, things move. <laughs> I know I'm being elevated, right? Oh, goodness. You're braver than I am. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> I think what would really be fun is, uh, gosh, I'd love to go to the hotel where The Shining was filmed. Oh, yes. Because that's famously haunted as well. That's what they say. I would be interested to see what, you know, what actually would happen there. I know. As long as it's not, like, horrifying, I can handle well, it. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody but, wants anything horrifying. <laughs> I'd be I like, I'm gone. <laughs> my thoughts are if you go in with the right like a positive energy if you're going Absolutely. in with an empathetic energy I maybe it's less likely for something horrible to happen right? I'm not saying it can't but <laughs> it hasn't happened to me yet I'm knocking on all the wood I have but I try to go in just you know just chatty Kathy <laughs> and I'm trying to get to know you and I love everybody so be my friend you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or not but I think it's a very good thing um have you ever brought anything home to your knowledge? Attachment? I was about to say something about that. <laughs> There's one time that I think that might have happened. Um, we went, oh my goodness, um, Hillview Manor out east. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to that. And I remember, you know, one of the things they said is in this room, you hear dripping water, even though the water doesn't run in here. That's one of the reports of a woman who drowned in the bathtub. There's all these stories. You never know right. if the stories are actually true or not. Not just I'm not just disputing anybody, but you just don't. But that was something that stuck in my head. And we're in a room where there's, you know, supposedly a little kid that moves the ball, which every place has a little kid that moves the ball. Moves the ball. Yeah. The lighted ball. Right. Yeah. Well, we didn't see the ball move. But I was trying to I was being a, a mother of a young child, I was trying to empathize with this young boy and and get get him to feel like he could talk to us and of course, like that, that empath in me comes out and we're moving mm-hmm. on to the next room. And what I said was, um, we're going on to the next room, but you can come with us if you want. 
well, I shouldn't have done that. Like they, I knew that as soon as I said it, <laughs> but uh-huh. <laughs> he took it literally because now this could all be coincidence. There's a lot of coincidences. Um, go back to the hotel. It's, I mean, it's an early investigation. I think I was in bed by two, two thirty. <laughs> yep. That's an and early investigation. Yes. Yes. It was early. Um, but we started early too. Um, and I was freezing and a little scared that I'm in a hotel room by myself and I just was in this scary place <laughs> and there's supposed to be water dripping. And then I start, I'm half as almost asleep and I hear water dripping in my bathroom. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. So then I just like ignored it. And then it starts dripping faster and faster and harder. And now it's gushing. And I'm like, what the heck? So I get up and the sprinkler system, the fire sprinkler thing in the bathroom had like exploded or busted and it was flooding my bathroom. Oh my God. So at 3 a.m. I have to get all my stuff, go up to the counter. <laughs> I'm like, I need a new room. Somebody's answering the phone. I need a new room. Like mine's flooding. Oh gosh. Okay. So I get a new room and that one was fine. But for whatever reason, they were doing construction and all this dust was blowing through the heater. And I ended up with this horrible sinus infection and I felt oh. terrible. And then I come home and it was, I remember it was right around Thanksgiving because we were going to Anderson, I'm sorry, not Anderson, Noblesville, um, for our family um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we get, an, we're happy there. We get an alert that our ADT system is going off and it's like, what? And it's the sensor on the window in our laundry room. And it sounds like someone's breaking it. Like it's, it was the glass shatter thing that said, oh, oh wow. there's glass shattering. Nothing. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's great. And the next week, my husband's out of town and um, I was picking up my son from daycare, bringing him home. And I remember looking and say, looking at the light in my bathroom in our bedroom and saying, oh, gosh, I left the light in the shower and bathroom on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, OK, whatever. And it was dark, so it was easy to see it. And we go in there and the light is not on. Like, OK. And that same night, my ceiling fan comes on by itself. Okay. Oh, no. And so I asked one of my friends, okay, what do I do about this? And they're like, just don't pay attention and ignore everything mm-hmm. going on. It'll go away in time. And it did. And it was nothing bad or malicious, but right. it was like, oh, Kathy, don't, don't do that anymore. So, <laughs> so I learned, I'm just trying to be nice to these supposed little kids. And who knows if they're adults or kids that I'm talking right. to. And you invited I them to come to with you. I did indeed. <laughs> And I did not mean home. I meant to the next room. You're like, <laughs> but I need to watch what I say. <laughs> yeah, I, I started, I've not done that since. I finally, at one point in my life, just started to say before I would go in anywhere. You have to stay out here. You cannot come in. Oh, okay. You're not allowed. You go back where you where you're supposed to be. And that's setting your boundaries. Yeah, you have to set boundaries because it's standing your ground. Mm-hmm. Because some of them are more aggressive than others. That's true. Yeah. And like but I lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I learned, but I, I learned and I and I knew better. And it's like, why did I do that? As soon as I said it, I knew better. And kids, the little kids can be kind of chaotic because their boundaries are different than adults. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so, and he was probably just playing around, yeah, having a good time. Holding your hand, going. <laughs> I'm coming with you. Yeah. You're sweet. You're chatty. This is great. Do you have a puppy? Yeah, we do. Yes, and we still do. Does your animal see things sometimes? When Sometimes, yeah. Uh, I Which I don't so think I have anything really going on in my house that I live in now, but um, except for that one time when it came home with me. But mm-hmm. when it, when he or she or whoever, whomever it might have been, it's not an it, um, 
Yeah, every once in a while, Buddy, our old dog, would look in the corners or like follow something in our kitchen on the ceiling. And now Sadie does the same thing in the same place. But I just look at it and my my son, and of course he's six and he could have an imagination, but who knows? He says he sees my father who's passed, Papa Brown, but she's Aww, never met him. That's very My common. dad passed before yeah. he was born, but he'll say he sees Papa Brown a lot. And so I'm wondering if that might be who Sadie and, and Buddy are seeing it. It's comforting. And if it's not, then they're not doing anything malicious. So yeah, exactly. I'm not upset that they're here. That's fine too. I I love animals because they have such a sense about them. Mm-hmm. They're like our little psychic alarm systems. This is true. Like it's if my true. animals it's... aren't worried, I'm not worried. If they're worried, right. then yeah, I pay go. attention. <laughs> if it's something, because dogs don't know to be afraid of whatever a spirit looks like to them because they've always seen them. Yeah. Um, unless it's doing something crazy or malicious to the dog, then there's, you know, just like children, babies, yeah. they don't know. It's just, just what they've always seen. Yeah. Then you, it's just something you live with. But like you said, if they get upset, then you start to worry. If oh, you yeah. It. yeah <laughs> I'd be a little worried. Now my bird, she's so vocal. Like if there's, oh. if she senses anything in the house, it's really interesting. That interesting night, one night when my husband was gone, we we're all asleep. Everybody's calm. And all of a sudden the bird just took off talking and talking like, and all the animals were staring in the same area. And I was sitting there like, oh. you know, I think it's time to turn the TV back on and the lights. <laughs> and you need to go away. <laughs> even though it's interesting. And even though, you know, we we, we realize it's not malicious, the the what they're doing. But it's eerie. <laughs> when yeah. you're in bed in the dark. It's you're vulnerable when you're the, you're most vulnerable. You're not ready for something Ex- like that. Exactly, and that's when they that's when they like to communicate. Yeah, but the bird alone is <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no! That no. is a good story. That's interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. what was the bird saying? Could you hear? Well, Magbird is a almost twenty seven now. She's a twenty seven year old Amazon that oh, yeah that I have. And she talks like her old owners when she's excited. It was a little old man. So she takes the male voice and makes it really deep. And it sounds really scary. So she's in there going, mag, mag, bird. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Hello, hello. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) I am up now and I'm awake. Yeah, I'm not going back to bed. We're we're done. <laughs> yeah, and see, I fell asleep on the couch. So she's in the living room, uh, and she watches yeah. TV. She Both of my birds interact, so they both talk. And she was just squawking away. And I'm just oh, like, my goodness. Okay, I've had enough. Okay. Well, eerie. Yeah, yeah. So they're, <laughs> A little they're, bit. They're kind of incredible, I think. I love yeah. – I have five animals, so – well, I have to introduce you to Tiffany next because she has a bird also that loves to talk. Oh, what does and she have? I'm, that's, I knew you were going to ask me that. So I'm on her. I'm not, I like birds, but I'm not, you know, a connoisseur of birds. So I don't, I don't remember what kind she has, but I was, I'm scrolling through her Facebook now to see. What color is find, it? Um, I want to say it's gray. African gray? 
I think so. I'm a oh, they're friend. great talkers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. You can have her on next, and then she can talk all about her her bird. There's not too many bird lovers. A lot of people are afraid of birds. No. Isn't that strange? Oh yeah. Now my bird, they bite. They will bite, and I'm not. I, I well, tell anything people, with a mouth will bite. I'm not gonna lie. She will bite you if you stick your finger in her cage. Yeah. She's a and mama's I'm the person bird. that would stick my finger. In <laughs> Come here, let me pet your little pet. I have to. You can bite me, but I have to at least try to pet you. <laughs> well, she likes women, so if you ever meet her, she okay. might let you. She might. She. Well, I will. I will approach with caution and give her 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 space. I will respect her space. <laughs> She's really cool, though. She'll let you know because their mm-hmm. eyes pin. They're excited. Oh, you can you tell when they're. Them. Yeah. Okay. They get all Got ruffly it. and she gets all talky and she's pretty cool. Okay. I adore birds. Cool. I could talk about yeah. birds. I could talk about all animals all day, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. I'm sorry, I won't. <laughs> well, I'm so excited about this convention. I truly am. Oh, me too. I, I think that goes without saying, but <sighs> my whole life loving this and finally having an opportunity to, I guess, dive deeper into it and just bring it to people who love it, but also maybe try to get people who are, don't understand or question or just not real sure about it. Just come check it out with me. Like you don't, if you don't like it, that's fine, but you might learn something or you might meet somebody that really is you love <laughs> so that might become your person but you don't we don't have to have the same beliefs but exactly. I just, if we can just get someone who's fearful or hesitant to open their mind just to consider the possibility and, and wonder what that means I think that we will accomplish what we're trying to do but and also fun we want it to be fun it's not all serious yeah. <laughs> but for me I just that's that's my passion I talk to so many people to say well how do you reconcile that with x y or z I don't know. It just is like, I don't have to, do you have to? I, just, I just know, no, I just know these things happen. And this is what I found. And these are my experiences. You may have different ones and I don't know why, but right. is what it is. Let's kind of become my thing is what it is. <laughs> well, and you know, it's so interesting when, when I say paranormal, when most people say paranormal, the first thing they think of is ghosts, but the paranormal is a whole range of things. Yes. It's cryptids. It's UFOs. UFAs, UFOs. It's it's so much. Mm-hmm. It's not just ghost hunters. And I love ghost hunters. I mean, that was yeah. my show for years. <laughs> I, I would work out and then run home and watch it. Like, that was my thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if people come, they're going to see it so much more. It's spirituality. Yes. It's all kind of combining now with this big spiritual movement, and it's important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why so many people are talking about it and coming out more. They're not hiding yeah. it. Gosh, I remember 10 years ago. Mm. It was different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you watched who you said it in front of. And, you know, I, I'm a salesperson, and, and I interact with a lot of people, lots of different people, lots of different backgrounds. And you know, this, that was something that I really enjoyed doing. But if somebody told somebody I didn't know that I did it, I was like, why'd you do that? Like, I don't know how they're going to feel about it. And I was so worried about how people were yeah. going to react. But for one, I've, I've gotten much older and I just don't, I'm not going to say I don't care, but 
I, I am who I am and I'm going to share it. If you don't want to hear about it, that's totally fine. We'll move on to something else. But if you, if you find out about it or hear about it, I'm not upset about it. Right. Um, and I like to share it now. I think that's, it's something interesting that I think other people, as I start to share more and more, tell me more about that. Oh my goodness. Oh, I want to go with you sometime. Will you, will you show me how to do that? Will you? And it's just, I love that enthusiasm because I think the more of us who are, I guess, searching for answers or trying to find ways to help each other or to use this to, I mean, the sky's the limit. I could go on forever. No, that's fine. I, I, I just think Absolutely. it's it's wonderful to open people's mind up to this. And like you said, it's it wasn't, and it's still not completely received by everyone and that's okay. But what, you know, 10 years ago, it was even less so. And so it was really mm-hmm. difficult to say, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to Trans-Allegheny. Let me take a photo. <laughs> are you insane? What is wrong with you? Who wants to do that? Well, I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't have to put it down just because you don't like it. But now people are interested. Well, that's interesting. I don't know if I buy it, but tell me how it goes. Right. Okay. Exactly. You know, it's just, I just, yeah, I just want to open people's minds and hearts, I guess. And just to me too, to think we can't, we're here for a reason and a purpose, but I just don't believe it ends when we leave our bodies. I don't either. I There's do not so either out there. And if you really, you started to kind of dive into this and I could go really deep, but I'm not going to, I know we have it. We probably a subtle amount of time, but you had said there's more to paranormal than just ghosts. Like Absolutely, there's anything, yeah. the word paranormal just means above the normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so things we don't understand. And, and going to some of these conventions and hearing some of the speakers and talking to them afterwards, oh my gosh, we have so many ideas for shooting back and forth, like the Loch Ness Monster. I said, well, mm-hmm. how do we know that's not just a residual haunt of a dinosaur that was in that lake <laughs> it three could be. years ago? It could be. Well, aliens. Well, what if that they're from a different portal or a different, mm-hmm. you know, fabric of time? Or what if they're us in the future? Or what, you know, who knows? It's all paranormal. And I think it's all related. I don't know how, and I can't, you know, I'm, I'm no physicist or astronaut uh, or whatever, but I think it's all related. And to your point, you know, there's so much more to paranormal than just what people automatically think of. It's, it's all related. All these things, I think um, it means something. Right. I don't know why, but I think it means something. And I, the more people I've interviewed and talked to, it's almost like every single one of them in some ways have had experiences when they were young. Mm-hmm. And that's what is so fascinating. And a lot of times they were, I, I don't want to say fearful, but they were hesitant yeah. to mention it or to tell anyone about it. Or maybe they thought they were crazy. And now maybe they're thinking, well, gosh, this stuff happens to other people. Maybe it wasn't crazy. <laughs> and so they feel a little bit better about themselves. And I wonder too, if that feeling of, oh, I must be crazy is what shuts our brains off mm-hmm. and we're unable to see and hear and, and understand what's going on around us because society has taught us that can't happen. It's not possible. We don't understand it. So it's, it's impossible. Right. Um, and so that's, I, I think that's why small children, babies, animals can see and sense these things. And we can't because we've been conditioned. Not yeah. to. And I was, I was so lucky as a kid. And this is no, no secret. I always talk about my mom, but she raised us and it was not paranormal. It was nature. It was part of nature. And 
she wouldn't necessarily be like, what do you see or anything like that? But she would acknowledge it and say, it's okay. You know, because that's how I was raised. So I would, by the time I got in high school, I just thought it would be okay to tell people. (laughs) I figured out real quickly, you keep it quiet. (laughs) I know. Oh, yeah. When I was in middle school and I went and told my friends, like my closest friends were into it with me. They were like, oh, girl, yes. (laughs) And the rest of them were like, what is wrong with you? I was a nerd anyway. (laughs) So that just kind of elevated my nerd status and nobody liked me. (laughs) But now that it's funny, because now that I go back to my high school reunions, they're like, oh, wow, you actually, you do what now? Tell me about it. I want to go with you. My house, come to my house. And so it's interesting, like you said, the mentality around it has changed drastically. Drastically. And I think there is a, a, a reason for that. I think because we're moving into this new spiritual transition that everyone's okay. been talking about. I think that has a huge influence on everyone coming out and talking and doing things. Yes. People and, feel it, I think, when they maybe haven't before. And it's, or maybe they're a little more open. There's a little crack of open, I think, in some people who weren't open before to, oh, yeah. to considering that there might be things we don't understand that are possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Things you can't explain, you can't, like, you can walk away from it, but it does make you think, like, did that just happen? That really just happened. Or some people go through life just ignoring it and just moving on with their life because, oh, well, that's, oh, well, there's some logical explanation to that. So they don't even try to figure out what it was or, or who it was or any of that. And so I think, I mean, that's just somebody, I cannot remember who said it, but I heard a speaker at a convention that said, you know, we're saying people never see ufos on a day-to-day basis why are all these people getting pictures of them well people never look up they're so like glued to their phones and where they're walking mm-hmm. and their work and what they're doing and all their obligations they don't just take the time to just stare up at the sky like you know like people used to i'm assuming right um i mean like i do at the lake i just you know i'm fishing i'm not catching anything i just kind of stare at the clouds and everything and the beauty of nature people just don't do that as often so we probably miss a lot <laughs> that's going yeah. on up there that we're just not paying any attention and i think it's the same thing with with a spirit activity you're just not paying attention or you're just you know oh i'm assuming something fell off by itself because whatever and they don't they don't care enough to even consider any other option or they don't yeah, they don't take the time, I guess is the better word. And I find it interesting, you know, some people do have stuff happen every day, but usually it happens when you least expect it. Yes. Yeah, that's true. When you're just like sitting there and you don't expect anything, that's usually mm-hmm. when something will happen. And when I'm, some of them, the activity that's happened, typically when I go into a place, it's happening when I'm having a conversation with someone about yep. something else. <laughs> Or we're, we're talking about something else or we're laughing or telling a joke or, and because that's probably where they feel most comfortable instead of, do you know you're dead? <laughs> like, how long have you been here? Wow. Who killed you? <laughs> the shock. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they the might not know. Up. No. <laughs> do you know you're dead? Did I've not hurt? used the bathroom in 50 years. What? No. So, so just talk like you would if they were sitting there in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm in sales and I used to tell people, well, I don't know what to do when I go in there with you. It's a needs analysis. 
<laughs> like just get to know them. I would say, t- look at it because people are scared. Look at it as a needs analysis. Just talk, ask them who the, you know, their name, talk about their family, talk about your family. And I find that I get more out of that than kind of going through the normal questions that you might hear here and there. Sure. Yes, you're thinking, oh, well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to disparage anybody's techniques, but that's just not mine. <laughs> right. I like to enter gently if I'm going to speak to someone on the other side and yeah. with respect. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you might the hurt that's, their feelings. Respect is the, yes, respect is the big thing. And you kind of reminded me of something. You know, I feel like I, I, I pride myself in being able to talk to and get along with a lot of different people on a lot of different levels and, I have a very eclectic group of friends. They're they're polar op. They're all polar mm-hmm. opposites sometimes. And sometimes they're in the middle. But um, I feel like I could do that because I'm sitting in front of them. I can I can read their energy. I can I can see their body language. So I know that if I'm going to have you know if they're like me and I can be ch- cheery and puppy and blah, 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 and so that's fine. Or they're, maybe they're a little bit more subdued and maybe they're a little bit quieter. Maybe they you know don't talk quite as much then I can mirror that. But when I'm in an investigation, I can't see what I need to mirror. So right. Sometimes I don't know which <laughs> Kathy I need to bring. Um, so I try them all until I find one that works. <laughs> I love that. I'll, I'll go through all my personalities. Just so <laughs> I find one I like. I can I'm, adapt people like you've never seen. <laughs> I'm going to communicate with you. You wait. <laughs> Just you wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find something you like. <laughs> I'm gonna crack your shell. Yeah. You will talk. That's to how me. it is. I yes. I gotta figure out how to get you to like me and want to talk to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like me. <laughs> I think that is so interesting. I have never had a guest say that. I'll go through all my. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, 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 there's a first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and she's mentally stable, kids. She really I, is. I, most days. Most days. <laughs> but she does work full time and she's a mom. So there's going to be yeah, those that's days. That's true. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Kathy, I'm so excited. And oh, I hope we get to meet you. very soon because you, you sound I like so like much that. fun. <laughs> so do you. It sounds like we are a little bit alike. So I would absolutely love to meet with you soon. Uh, this is wonderful. And, you know, before this shindig happens, I would love to have you, Tiffany, and her, his, well, her husband. <laughs> Boy, my mouth does not want to talk today. It's evening. It's been a long day. Yeah. And her husband and her parrot on <laughs> before this happens. So you yes. guys can talk okay. about it and let's Keep promote this and make it happen, girl. We would love that. Let's do it. Thank you for coming on Twilight Tonic. <laughs>